Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on our reselling journey. We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Sisters Who Posh podcast. This week, it's going to be a little different than our past formats. We don't really necessarily have tips or tricks about this topic, but we just kind of want to discuss our personal journey with inventory systems. I think once you become a reseller and you're sourcing all these items to sell in your closet, something that comes with it is where are you going to put all the stuff before you actually sell it? Yeah, we don't necessarily have tips this episode, but we do have experience trying out different methods and sure do. (laughs) Sure do. (laughs) And kind of different methods that we're also interested in trying out. So I think this is going to be like more of an update on where our inventory systems are at that journey. And then we'll do another update um, with, you know, again, soon down the line, we'll really get it figured out for you of, you know, the best way to store your product. But for now, you know, we're just a couple of girls just started our Poshmark closets and trial and error. Yes. (laughs) So Taylor, why don't you first just walk us through what's been going on with your inventory system? What have you tried what have you liked? Yes. What do you want to change? Yes. Give us the details. So, to start at the beginning, rewind back. I'm on furlough from my job. I'm home. I've discovered reselling on Instagram and YouTube. There's all these people that are doing it full time. They have like a work from home set up office where they have like shelving units filled with totes <laughs> and all of their thousands of inventory products in all the totes and then when someone places an order they can go through they sort it they have like a shipping table set up i'm inspired you know chef's kiss (laughs) (laughs) i'm like this is what i need this is my dream but the reality for for both of us is we live in one bedroom apartments with our husbands yes Um, and you know i think even if we didn't have a reselling I thought you were going to say if we didn't have a husband. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, that's our solution. Get rid of the husband. You have space. No, just kidding. (laughs) So, sorry. I think even even if you even if we weren't reselling, it's like in a one bedroom apartment, space is tight. You're always looking. You know, you're always lacking storage space. I think most of the time. Yeah. To just even store your own clothes for your own closet. For sure. Um. So for me, the first thing I did was, you know, go through my own clothes and pick the things that I was wanting to sell. And I think originally I just had them all scooched down to like one end of my closet. Mm -hmm. That's when I started watching those videos on YouTube and saw, I saw that inspiration of, oh, people have like bins and then they have the bins labeled with like letters and numbers. Um, So when someone places an order, you can like quickly just like go to your fulfillment center in your house and (laughs) pull the couple items out and ship them off. And that's kind of 
what I was trying to set up. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, what I've been using, and, and there's parts of it that I do really like, and I that will keep using, but I think I bit off a little bit more than I can chew up front. Where I'm like, yes, this inventory system they have is perfect. I'm gonna buy a few of those like cube storage bins that go in typically go into those little like cube shelves. <laughs> um, but what I've done is I just have them in, in me and my husband's shared closet. I have <laughs> a shelf and I have six bins <laughs> along the top of my shelf. Um, and they're labeled A, B, C, D, E, F. And then all my items that are for sale in my Poshmark closet are stored in those bins. Um, and what's really cool on Poshmark is, if you didn't know, there is a section in your item listings that you can only see as the seller where you ha- can put in some additional details. Yes. So um, you can like put like a little note to yourself and that's helpful because then when someone buys it, I'll, that item, you can see, um, you can kind of see like the you can see the notes so if you put in that little notes like where the item is in your house then it's very easy to to pull from yes some of the people that do it full-time this is where i took the inspiration too far (laughs) they they had like little stickers that have like you literally buy on amazon it's like inventory stickers is what they're for and it's like a roll of 500 stickers starting at 0001 all the way up to 500 And on each of my items, I would put them in a little plastic bag, all folded up, which is helpful, I think. Um, But then I'd put the little sticker on with a number and um, then put them into a bin. So it'd be like this, this sweater would be like, am I making sense? (laughs) Yeah. Each one has a unique identifier that you add to the notes in that item in Poshmark. Yeah. So when it sells... You know. I know that this sweater is in bin A and it's item number 0001. Yes. And then I can go into my inventory and pull it down. Now, that's good in theory, but since we're both, I, I could see why you would need that if I was a full-time reseller with like 3,000 list, active listings on my Poshmark closet, having to have them detailed down to the number like that for like efficiency. Yeah. But in my closet where I have like, just over a hundred items listed in my closet. I'm 200 now. It's like, I can like the bin doesn't have that many items in it, and it's in a clear bag. So like, it's pretty but, easy. to find. Yeah. Like it, I'm pretty much good by just knowing that it's in bin a, I don't necessarily need to know. Like, yeah, I don't have that. I have almost very little items that are like du- duplicates. I don't think. I. Have yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like for duplicates, that would be really helpful if it, like the size was different between the duplicates, yeah. like then the number would really come in handy if you couldn't see it through the plastic bag. Yeah. But yeah, basically it's just too, it's almost too much detail for what, the for what your right yeah, closet is right now. And it's time consuming to, to enter that in <laughs> if it's not actually benefiting me when I'm like looking for the item. For sure. I think there's like one time it came in handy where I had like two jeans that were a similar wash and I was like, oh, yeah, three, four, eight. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> but overall, that's something I've now kind of deleted from my routine. I still use the A, B, C, D, E, F bins to put my items away in, but... 
no longer using the SKU stickers. Gotcha. So when you basically enter a new listing, you just put, you just look at the bins and see which one is kind of empty and put it in that one and label it in your listing. Is that what you're doing? Yes. So it just says the letter number. Now, (laughs) where do the bins hold all of the stuff? Be honest. (laughs) Absolutely not. And they never have. So, (laughs) So I currently have my six bins and I, I, I had them all fully set up. I was 100% caught up with it. But now I have a few different things going on. So for a while, all the items, even once they were all stored, didn't fit in the bins. So I had a larger bin downstairs in like where we kind of keep just like our storage items for our apartment. Like we have a box of Christmas decorations. We have a box of this. And then I had yeah. an extra bin that was like the overflow. <laughs> So then I knew that if it wasn't an A, B, C, D, or E, or F, that if it was blank, it was in the overflow bin. So it's kind of like of elimination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, so the bin, <laughs> that overflow filled up too. The overflow overflowed? <laughs> yes. So then I had the hamper, <laughs> which was good. For a little bit, because what basically what I would do is when I would buy a mystery box or when I would source new items from my closet, I would put them in the hamper kind of before they were photographed. And then like after they were photographed, I'd just put them back in the hamper because I didn't have anywhere else to put them. But then that was kind of getting confusing because I had like items that weren't listed yet with items that were listed in the hamper mm. at some point and then something would sell and then it like wouldn't be my inventory system yet. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, it's in the overflow. And I'd be like, oh no, it's not. It's in the hamper. And then just kind of like another kind of note for myself is the bins being on the shelf in my closet. It's like they're kind of high up. So it's nice. Um that I know where they are. Like it's my issue is not like that I'm not able to locate them. It's like if someone like, let's say um, I have a couple sales in one day or I have a couple sales over, like, two days and I'm doing all the shipping at once. Yeah. It's, like, sometimes there'll be, like, an item from, like, every bin <laughs> that needs to be shipped out. So then it's, like, me pulling down bin A, like, searching through it, pulling it out, me pulling down bin B, which yeah, isn't necessarily – I don't know that I'll ever have a system where it isn't going to be like that, but it is a little bit – of a hassle pulling the bins down. Sometimes the items are, like I said, the bins are pretty full. They don't have a lid. So. Is this like a situation where you have to get a chair? Like how no, do you literally, do you like tippy toe or do you have to no, jump? It's not that high up, but I just can't like, like the way that the bins are on the shelf, like in order to get the thing out of the bin, I need to put the, pull the bin off the shelf. Got it. So it's not like an, it's not like an inconvenience where I need a stool or I can't reach it. It's just more like there's no way to just like reach into the bin and like pull. You can't out. like look down on the like bin. when I was seeing these girls reselling on YouTube, they had like a shelving unit in their office and like could kind of just like pull the bin out, pull the item out, and that's like not my situation. I'm like pulling the complete bin off the shelf, putting it on my bed, yeah, pulling the item out, so on and so forth, which does work. Um, and I'm. I think 
the biggest thing for me, as Maddie knows, we're sisters, and Maddie's very organized, and I take a more relaxed approach to life more of the time. I am not going to seem organized after this episode. <laughs> okay, but in your real life, like, Maddie okay. is, like, neat. Thanks. She's, like, she's, like, very, like, um, like, when we, when we do our podcast, like, she usually types the outlines, like, she is just, she loves Excel spreadsheets. What did she say? She's organized. <laughs> Me, I'm more like a traditional, like, uh, I don't know. What's like the left brain versus right brain? I thought like Yeah. Was. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm which like, is which, but I know what you mean. Like, yeah, you're more com- like you're comfortable winging something where I'm not as comfortable. I'm like that. more comfortable winging something. Like I almost get stressed when there's too much. When I make the outline yeah. really detailed, it makes you stressed. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. This is our therapy session. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I think, but the thing for me is like my biggest fear and the thing that will derail me the most and the posturing thing, especially like, you know, we both have full-time jobs. We work 40 hours a week. We both have like yeah. lives outside of this. Like I have my TV shows I need to watch. Like I'm busy. I'm pretty so, <laughs> <laughs> so like it needs, I do need the system to be organized so that I don't run into a situation where something sells and I'm like stressed because I can't find it. Yeah. So in that way, my system is really good because I have never had that happen, which is big win for me as someone who is more true unorganized typically. Um, so it is a good system. It's just like the bins are a little out of reach. The bins are all full. So I really, I probably need about twice the amount of bins than what I have labeled. So I have an overflow. Yeah. Um, and then the hamper situation <laughs> works, but the other issue with that is it is our only hamper. So <laughs> when I my hamper is in use for Poshmark, then I have to carry my regular laundry like downstairs, and like then the rest of your life just goes off the rails. Where do my dirty clothes go? <laughs> something's got to give. Something's yeah. <laughs> So after I was on my goal to get to like 200 listings, yep. um, I knew I'm going to need like a permanent <laughs> overflow. So that, as we mentioned in a previ- previous episode, I purchased for $40 this little wooden clothing rack yes. on Amazon, which is really cute. I really like how it looks. And I've now upgraded it a little. At Goodwill, I did buy two like wicker baskets that sit on the little shelf in it. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's been helpful because I think that will give me enough overflow to store it all there. But now what I'm running into is just like the realistic part of life of just keeping up with the inventory system. Like it it all would work fine if everything was always perfectly put away. But the reality is, is I'm going sourcing probably like once a week and I have like 10 to 15 things that are kind of in progress at any given time. And if I don't like make a point to like put everything like right away then what's happening is things are selling before they're ever actually like put in the inventory system so that's kind of where i'm at yeah it's not necessarily a bad thing the rack has helped i feel organized with my bins but it is a lot oh and then i should note one other um skeleton in my closet (laughs) is my accessory storage (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know you had accessories Mm-hmm. I have a few purses. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, purses. Shoes for sale on my site, site, and 
they are all stored in one of the purses. So when that purse sells, then <laughs> I'm down the creek without a paddle, as they say. So. <laughs> that is so funny. I have to put it as not for sale because now it's part of my system. Just yeah. <laughs> if you buy that purse, you have to buy all the purses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a bundle for all my accessories? Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, so I think ideally... I like my clothing rack. I have have bought the two new bins for the clothing rack. So I think that those two bins will kind of add. I'm like, okay, I'm not stupid, but like, what's the letter after F? G? F, G, G and H. They'll be bins G and H. The wickers? <laughs> the wickers will be bins G and H. And I think my overflow, I could just make I. Yeah. And then I would have enough for everything to be put away. Yeah. I think we got to get rid of the, the using the hamper. The hampers. Yeah. The hampers I mean, got to get. My husband's talked to me. <laughs> so um, I think if I could, when I get everything put away, that will work. It's just that, and then I can use the hanging part of my rack as like the things that are in progress. Mm-hmm. The hanging part of your rack is really nice too um, when you use your steamer that you have yes. and just to like let the items kind of breathe a little well, bit. Well, there's one thing with the steamer. <laughs> <laughs> Every, like the I truth is coming out, people. <laughs> like I mentioned when I bought the clothing rack is there's not really a good spot in my apartment for the clothing rack. <laughs> oh, yeah. So its current home that was approved by me and my husband is spot B, which is putting it in like kind of the little nook in the – basically our apartment The is stairs like have like a turn. Yes. So our apartment's – it's one bedroom kind of. It's like a – It's loft. like a little loft. Yeah. So our kitchen and living room space are on – one floor and then there's like an open loft where our bedroom and our bathroom and closet are up here and in the stairwell there's a little like turn in the stairwell and in that turn i have the um clothing rack blocking the part of the stairs <laughs> but we're both slim so we just slide on by <laughs> <I'm> just kidding <laughs> uh. um so it it, I think that is like the best spot for it, but the problem is there's no outlet by that spot. So oh. when I need the steam, I have to lift the clothing rack <laughs> down the last two stairs. <laughs> it kind of topples a little bit. Um, so that part's not ideal either. I think my ideal storage system, you know, is not in this apartment. Li- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest cons of my storage system are. I think that it's going to be in three separate places when it's all said and done right now. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'd, I ideally, in our next living situation, like to have like just one shelf where I have all the bins. Yeah. Um, I like using the cube organizers. I think they hold like just enough where it, they're, they're big enough where they hold a lot of product, but they're small enough where it's not necessary to use the inventory numbers on them. You can find because, it pretty quick. Yeah. There's only like probably... 20 things in each one and then I think they would look nice like if I actually bought one of those shelves like you get at Target where like you can put the cubes in where it'd be kind of hidden so like Mm. at our future like house it wouldn't 
look like a warehouse. <laughs> yeah. You could just um, have a wall or like yeah, almost kind of like a bookcase of the the bins. Yeah, exactly. And then um yeah, so I just having them all in one spot that would be like ideal and then having a spot where like the clothing rack could be like in the same room and near an outlet. Yeah. <laughs> and like in a room, not on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I like the the having the numbered bins. I think that is yeah. good. It, that's definitely better than when I just had it hanging in the closet. Yeah. Do you want to go into your storage system? Yeah, it's time. <laughs> <clears throat> so my storage system journey started out when I made my Poshmark closet. I just listed like personal items, kind of like most people. They look in their own closet first to see what they can sell. And I listed all those. And I really just left my closet as is. Like they were just still in my personal closet. <laughs> um, which I kind of realized after going through. That's fine when you, if you only have like a. Yeah. I think under 40 listings, that's completely fine. Yeah. It's like I did the first round of going through my closet. I, you know, pulled them out, took the pictures, put them back. And that was fine. But then I kind of got more honest with myself. Like we talked about in our first episode of, am I really going to wear this stuff? Does it fit? Is it my style? Like, do I need I to be rushed now? I've sold a few things. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I kind of went through my closet again, found more things and realized there's more in here. So I kind of did the same thing as you where I put all of that, like the Poshmark listings kind of in one section of the closet um, yeah. for all of like the hanging clothes. And that worked for a while until I started with the mystery boxes. <laughs> yeah. It's like once you start sourcing clothes specifically to resell is when you need to have a system. Yeah. Somewhere to put it. Exactly. It doesn't fit in your closet unless you're not living in a one-bedroom apartment like us. Yeah. So I started doing the sourcing. Like, my sales were getting better and better. And I was like, okay, this is, like, something I'm actually, like, interested in doing longer term. Um, and what I would do with the mystery box stuff is just hang it all up and put it in the closet, like, in the Poshmark section of the closet all together. Yeah. Um. Which we started to run was out it of hard for you, like when? Oh yeah, yeah. First of all, did you run out of hangers? the hangers of it all? Like, <laughs> and was it hard? Like when you made a sale, was it easy to find? Yes, at this point, it's super easy to find because okay. well, I like most of the listings are my personal things, so I like know exactly what it is and like kind of have the visual. Um, I have it, like, hung up by, like, kind of sleeve length. So it's pretty easy to find. There's not that much at this point. But then it's, like, you start to get in the mystery boxes. And you don't, like, you don't know that inventory, like, the back of your hand. Like, you know your own closet, I guess. Yeah. So the Poshmark section of the closet starts to grow. And it honestly started to get a little bit overwhelming, like, because, like, you go into your closet picking out your outfit for the day and you look up and there's just, like, all this, like, random, like, 
Poshmark listings that looking back at you, it's like some yeah, of these are kind of reaching into your day-to-day life too much. Yeah. Some of these are mystery box items that were a bonus item that are not necessarily your style that now are just staring back at you. <laughs> yeah, you like you started on Poshmark to like get rid of stuff, tear down on things, yeah. like clear things out, and now it's like counteracting your closet's more full. Yeah, I started to like get more, um, just like things that you can't hang up, like pants and stuff, and like those were just like on top of all of my pants in my closet. It was just like. I can't look at this anymore. Like it's yeah. stressing me out. I think, yeah. Once I'm you like, are reselling. You need to like separate it. Spot. Yeah, <laughs> or perch and state. You gotta just <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so this is where it goes off the rails a little bit, guys. I'm like a person that everything in my apartment has to have like a home. And, like, mm-hmm. I would rather have, like, nothing sitting out and everything, like, tucked away in their little place. So, like we said, we both live in one-bedroom apartments. So you're kind of creative on how you use the space. One space that I definitely utilize is the under-the-bed space. <laughs> there are extra blankets. If someone comes to stay with us, I'm grabbing an extra blanket from under the bed. <laughs> I'm grabbing an air mattress from under there. I'm grabbing anything <laughs> you can think of that I don't want in plain sight under there. So I'm like, haha. I have this suitcase. That's like the Mary Poppins bag yes. of your apartment. It's like, what's under there? <laughs> really becoming there. That. Um, so I guess to back up a little bit, under the bed is a humongous suitcase. Yes. And before Poshmark in the suitcase is cl- like, it's clothes that I want to keep. It's kind of like more like, professional clothes that I'm not really wearing in my normal job like day to day but it's like nice stuff yeah yeah and it's like or if I'm going to like a musical or something like that it's like I want to dress up so I might wear one of these like nicer outfits which I realize it's a little bit backwards to be putting the nicest things (laughs) under the bed bed but the suitcase that is my process for safekeeping for safekeeping (laughs) (laughs) So that's what's currently in the suitcase. So then I have the great idea of, okay, what if I do a little switcheroo and just in my, in the physical closet of the bedroom is just me and my husband's clothes. And then in the suitcase under the bed is the Poshmark listings. I'm like, this is perfect. This is it. You texted me. You were like. I have I'm doing a it. breakthrough. <laughs> Light bulb went off. So I pull all the Poshmark stuff out of the physical closet. I pull the suitcase out from under the bed and start switching it out. And honestly, there are pros and cons of this method. So the obvious pro is now when I go into my personal closet, I'm physically seeing these are all like options at an all-time low yeah these are options i'm actually like gonna wear they all fit me they're all like my real clothes so like when i go in the closet i'm like cool like 
this is all my stuff, whatever. <laughs> what a dumb thing to <laughs> say. Saying it. <laughs> Every morning, like you drink your coffee, you stretch, you're like, cool, this is all my stuff. Cool, cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, I know what you mean totally, where it's not being cluttered up by the yeah. Poshmark. And as I was putting all the Poshmark stuff in the suitcase, I was like, talking myself down like oh i'm gonna remember where all of this stuff is in the suitcase like i can kind of keep a gauge of that yeah um yeah <laughs> it's been a couple weeks now with this suitcase method and i couldn't tell you where in the suitcase anything <laughs> y'all she sent me a picture of the suitcase recently <laughs> it is stacked so high you can't even see the top of this like like yeah. picture okay a, a suitcase it's you awful. unzip it and you open it and then like the lid is like at a 90 degree angle <laughs> for the suitcase it's like the clothes are stacked up as high yeah they are it is full to the brim so i'm something's got i'm get. not loving it i just made a sale today and i'm already not looking forward to pulling the suitcase it's so heavy at this point i'm not excited to pull the suitcase out and trying to find that one listing in there yeah um i i love that i don't have to look at it every day but then it's like it kind of takes away the fun of a sale because now i'm like ooh, You're dreading it <laughs> the suitcase also um like i said on the last episode my husband went through his personal closet cut some items and I've listed them on my Poshmark. So it's as the listings grow, the suitcase just doesn't stretch any further. So like now I'm at capacity. Yeah. So now I'm finding I even have to put some of the items kind of in random nooks and crannies anyway. So yeah, I'm not loving this. It was never like a full thought out plan. But it was yeah. a it was a quick solution to my like personal life <laughs> closet. Yeah. yeah. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at. <laughs> I don't So do you have any ideas of like, <sighs> where you could put the rest of it? Yeah. Hearing you talk about the bins idea, that seems like really up my alley. And like I've heard you talk about your the the a through f bins for a while and like i've just like looked around my apartment and i'm like i don't see where those bins would go so i'm like oh that's not applicable for me um i'll continue using my suitcase i'll just do this weird suitcase <laughs> thing also like what if i go on a trip like what am i gonna do <laughs> then you're gonna have to like just all that stuff just out, goes on the bed come back from the trip it's oh. gonna be like the worst surprise to come home that is like my biggest pet peeve of like when you go on a trip and you come home and it's like oh, i always have to clean before i go okay i know it's nice you always thank yourself later yeah it's such home. a nice it's surprise like, to, or like mm-hmm. such a nice feeling when you're like rushed packing for a trip and then you come home and it's like oh. ding yeah so i did a little bit of looking right before we started recording a little bit of self-reflecting on the suitcase method and I am seeing in the hall closet, there could be potential. Some potential real estate. I don't know if it'll all fit. So you might have to also have an overflow. It might be like, (laughs) but it's like if I have three tall bins rather than one humongous suitcase. It is nicer. I think that is better. Things easier. 
and especially just like 90 percent of what we sell is just one item yeah so it's like exactly yeah so i'm thinking about getting a couple bins testing that out i also have like another suitcase that's sitting in my personal closet on the shelf that is empty i'm not gonna put more clothes in that suitcase don't <laughs> worry guys i know but i could potentially put the one suitcase in the other under the bed and then put the bins in the personal closet To kind of recap from our journey here. Yeah, well, make some sense from, of this. Yeah, let me, let me just like try to pull some 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 constant red. Some, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> some of the common denominators for us. Okay. So I think both of us want our system to be like actually like convenient to access. Yeah. Where, I mean, we I think we're going to both have to be okay with you know maybe having to like reach down to a shelf or yeah. something like that but we don't want it to be like where we were getting into the with the hamper and with the suitcase where it's like <laughs> when something sells i'm like oh i don't want to go on a wild goose hunt for like this item right of now. trying to find I, it I'm yeah like putting it off because it just seems stressful after working all day and doing whatever it needs to be something where it's like oh like i just need to grab that quick and i know right where it is yeah partly for our own sanity and partly so the item doesn't get lost in translation somewhere yeah and i think both of us have had the, the like impact of our closets growing where we've yeah. kind of outgrown the system too yeah so it's like the suitcase method honestly wouldn't have been that bad if my closet wouldn't have grown but then like when you can't even close the suitcase it's like <laughs> come on then it can't even go under the bed anymore <laughs> it can't even go under the bed anymore yeah i think you should get some bins and i think <laughs> i am just gonna have to be okay with it being stored in different spots but i think it is nice having it be out of the way from your day-to-day -day life yeah i might have to do the bins in two spots two different yeah. closet areas too but if that eliminates the suitcase that could be worth it. That could be worth it and more of like a long-term solution. Like the suitcase was kind of like a, I need this stuff out of my physical closet now. Yeah. yeah. I think while we're living in one bedroom apartments too, like we might need to at some point kind of have a reality check moment with ourselves. Cause like in my head, I'm like, been so focused on this goal like i need to get to 200 listings then i need to get to this many listings. yeah it's like many. how there's big... gonna be a max at some point yeah i feel like i'm what can fit and be like practical yeah exactly and like although i guess i don't have much stuff under my bed so there's <laughs> <laughs> that's not the takeaway of this call <laughs> takeaway is clear Suitcase. out under your bed <laughs> put it there yeah, that's a good point, too. Of, But also, I think with it, too, it's like, I, I know we talked about this in our last episode, but, like, um, that's why another good reason why it's good to, like, make sure that the items that you're that you're putting yeah. in house to resell, you're, like, confident in. Because it's, like, probably half the items right now in mine. Probably not half. I, I think we've been doing better. But it's, like, there I have items where it's, like, oh, this is kind of dead weight at this point. I wish I would have, like, passed on this mm -hmm. originally. 
um, as, as we get better and better with reselling and have more of a curated style that we like know, hopefully we're moving through items a little bit faster, um, that we're not sitting on so much. Yeah. We could also, I mean, we've both tried it a little bit, but we could also think about having like sales more like regular, um, by sales, I mean, like, what do I want to say? Like not clearance, but like, Oh yeah. Like doing, trying to do some like, um, promotions. Yeah. On our, on our closets to, to push through items. Yeah. Try different things there. Yeah. I think if we know we can c- consistently like house like 200 items, it's like, yes. And we'll still be sourcing new items, but we need to be like also selling items at the same rate. At the same rate. Yeah. Cause I think that's our issue right now. Like we're both having consistent sales yeah. But we're both trying to bulk up our inventory because it's like the game of like having more inventory, having more good inventory helps your sales, but then it's also like what to do with the items. Yeah. So you need to have a strong inventory that actually does sell through quickly. And then also one factor we didn't even discuss yet is like, but I know we've both run into because we've talked about it off the podcast before, but like the bulkier winter items take up more space. Yes. So it's like we've we've only been reselling during primarily like spring and summer. I would say most of the stuff in our closet is like lighter weight items like tops and yeah. shorts and that kind of stuff. Now that we're getting like more jeans and sweaters, it's like I can already tell a difference. But it's like – I know. like That's the- why my overflows are filling up so fast. Yeah. <laughs> like the last sourcing I did is, was a lot of sweaters. And yeah, just like the volume – or like yeah. the number wasn't necessarily that big, but the space it took up was just like, whoa. Something to think about, for sure. It's like you need to make sure whatever system you end up with, you have enough space for everything to, in a way to stay organized and not be too inconvenient. Yeah. I think a takeaway too is like the systems can evolve. So yes. don't like if you're if you're hearing us talk about these and you're like oh my gosh like that's totally me like I'm overwhelmed I have it all in different spots I have a weird suitcase situation going on like you can try something else it doesn't necessarily mean one method is bad um it's just like we're all trying to make a little bit of money doing something that we enjoy and not let it take over our total living space yeah um so i think it's totally okay that like we don't have a designated room for our closets i don't think yeah. that takes away from not our, at like, that level where we need to be yeah necessarily having like a home office to work on our side hustle poshmark closet at this point yeah but yeah just having a system that you have enough space for what you what you're trying to have have listed in your closet at all times and then trying to keep it in a way that's actually practical and efficient for you to keep up with yeah um, and to find yeah um a couple like things just kind of like i we haven't talked about this yet but just kind of brainstorming for the future yeah like down the line like what what do you think like could be Ooh. inventory solutions like i feel like for us both of us like literally every closet space that we have in our apartment is being used for like something for our real life so yeah we don't have, like an extra closet but i'm like maybe in your apartment if you're listening to this 
you have like an extra linen closet that you don't really use for anything. Yeah. Like that could just be all your Poshmark stuff in just one spot. Like you could still have it hung up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really like the idea of a closet because I'm not like at this point, I just don't know if it's maybe I'm just dreaming too small guys, but like (laughs) I'm not seeing a world where I am needing a whole other room Room. for Poshmark because of my, like I do have a full-time job and like, yeah, I do want to set some boundaries. You're like down the line. If you had like a guest bedroom, that closet. Had, like a closet yeah that you could just keep your stuff for Poshmark yeah up in there that would be plenty of space for the 200 about items we're for sure like having some kind of closet designated just for Poshmark I think would be um a dream at this point yeah. and then I could have some hanging items because there's some items I guess currently even that are not in the suitcase that are hanging up because it's like a new with tags dress or yeah. some other items where I'm like, I would prefer to have this be hung. Um, so I think having Otherwise, like, or even like if you had like a, some type of like dresser situation, yes, you know what I mean? like, a dresser like, would be good too. Dresser. Then you could kind of do what I'm doing with the A through F bins and have it be like the different drawers. With the drawers, yeah. A dresser would be great too because then you could um, like assemble the orders on the dresser. Like you could have True. your printer like on the dresser. On top. Yeah. So that actually is a really good idea because then if... You know, I'm, I'm sitting on my bed looking at my dresser right now. I'm like, do I switch all those things in my dresser to my bins? <laughs> my bins and then the dresser can become Poshmark? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned. I'll let you know. <laughs> I like the dresser idea. Um, also, I just like, I think for me too, like we talked about, it's like, I want it to be something that I can like put away and then yes. it doesn't have to be in your face all the time. Yes. That's like key for us. Or it's like you pretty much have a goodwill in your house and that's just not the vibe you're going for. That's just a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. Well, I hope this episode was helpful. We touched on, you know, our journey with with our inventory systems. If you have any tips or ideas, we're just in the brainstorming phase, like excited about the future. I feel like we're kind of starting to get the hang of reselling. We're learning so much. Yeah. Um, And like you said, it's an evolving process of figuring out how it's going to work into your real life. Exactly. Awesome. So normally at the end of our episodes, we do do an update. But we're actually recording this episode on the same day as we recorded our uh, part two of our sourcing series about thrift stores. We have our third left of the month of July. Um, yep. Maddie's trying to make $350 and hit four listings per day. I'm trying to make $750 and I'm working on my listing descriptions. No new progress since last episode, but we'll keep you updated where we end at the month. Yes. So some other topics we will be talking about soon on the podcast in our pipeline are sourcing. Oh, no, we talked about that. (laughs) (laughs) Packaging supplies. I just ran out of the mailers I've been using. So that might have to be one of our next episodes. Um, What goes into packing up the items? What, what our thoughts are on that. Yeah. We also want to discuss, um, I'm blanking. <laughs> <laughs> we, 
we want to discuss how our closets change with the seasons if we see yes. any trends changing with that that's been big for us right now we want to talk some of our all... love notes we've received for those of you that don't know love notes are basically comments the reviews, the reviews. <laughs> yes it's not yeah. a romantic thing don't love get too excited <laughs> some of the basically reviews we've gotten good and bad and how we've dealt with that yeah um, we also want to talk about like implementing instagram into your reselling yeah um both of us do have separate instagram accounts for our closets but i think we've just kind of touched set the them up of the iceberg berg of um using those <laughs> so, yeah uh that's something we'll definitely want to update on in the future so a lot of good things if you have any ideas or topics that you wanted to discuss uh involving poshmark we're always open to ideas and also let us know did you like this style of podcast where it isn't you know something where we feel like we have a ton of tips and tricks on but just kind of letting you guys know where we're at um we're definitely open to doing more like that too yeah for sure Alrighty. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. Please like, subscribe. We are everywhere podcasts are found by giving us a review that helps other listeners find our podcast. So we really appreciate that. And we'll talk to you next time. Talk to you later. All right. Love you, Tay. Love you too. Bye. Bye.